From our studios in North Florida, it's in black and white. And now your host, the baby-faced assassin of freedom, Jerry Brooks. gentlemen, boys and girls, and patriots of all ages, welcome to a special Saturday edition of In Black and Right. We're going to be doing this one and one more uh, next Saturday leading up to Election Day. We are 10 days away, 10 very short days away from the moment of truth. Do we start saving our country, or is it pretty much time to fold up shop and call it a day? And call it a nation, to be perfectly honest. But it's okay. I am very, very optimistic. There's a lot of good things going on, uh, especially in the polls right now. But, of course, the poll that really counts is November the 8th. And before we get into uh, more of this fun stuff called news, I just wanted to let you know that uh, we are, uh, we're available to send and, you know, if you want to contact us via email uh, in blackandright at gmail.com or via our website in blackandright.net. Uh, we're still going to be doing quite a few things as we get ready for election night. Looking to do a live stream, I will uh, put that information out as soon as it's available. Uh, we're still just getting some last-minute details to work on, and uh, and all that. I'm just have to uh, wait to hear from Governor DeSantis's uh, campaign because that, my friends, is the hottest ticket in Florida. Indeed, it is, and well. Speaking of which, let's get into the fun for today. Uh, now, of course, th this is sort of a story where, once again, the Democrats and the mainstream lying media just cannot get it right to save their lives. Now, of course, we heard about the pretty vicious attack on Paul Pelosi Nancy P Speaker Pelosi's husband at their home in San Francisco. Now, of course, the Dem the Democrats and the media were once again rushing to judgment and saying that apparently the assault on Paul Pelosi was done by Republicans and Trump supporters and MAGA. Again, they were wrong. They were absolutely dead on wrong now i will say this up front i am not and i i am not and i will never condone any type of political violence against a lawmaker or a member of their family okay so let's make that perfectly clear but what's going on with the with this situation with Paul Pelosi and I and I do hope he does recover uh, and recovers quickly but apparently when the police did come and they caught the guy named David DePap or Pape or whatever 
and he identified himself as a member of the Green Party, which is further left than the Democrats. So this, once again, a perfect example of rushing to judgment and finding out that you just stuck your foot in your mouth. And of course, the mainstream media will never, ever, ever in their lifetimes ever admit to being wrong. That's who they are. They are liars. And when they're found out to be liars, they're intellectually dishonest, they are morally bankrupt, and they don't apologize when they get stuff wrong. So this is just another, um, <laughs> this was just another sad, unfortunate incident where once again, the mainstream media plus the Democrats trying to get together to put out a false narrative and to somehow sway the election. I'm going, uh, hello, once again, you don't hear of, you don't really hear of MAGA supporters, Trump supporters doing this type of a thing. You really don't. You're talking either, I mean, anybody remember the nice little baseball practice where a Bernie Sanders supporter started shooting at all the Republicans, including almost killing Steve Scalise? So no, this, this whole domestic terrorism thing that the American KGB, otherwise known as the FBI, has been trying to push all over the country. And of course, Clueless Joe, after that Emperor Palpatine speech he gave on September the 1st in Philadelphia, right in front of Independence Hall, oh yeah, that's just lovely. Just lovely. Mm-hmm. Okay, thank you once again, mainstream media, for proving me right. Because y'all do not get it. You never will get it. But I wait for the day that you actually do get it. Because there's nothing that you do that's actually going to be redeemable. Because you lie all the time. You're propagandists. Period. Carrie Lake, gubernatorial candidate out in Arizona, called you on it. Called all y'all on it. Gave her a tutorial on how you make fake news. I thought it was great. As a matter of fact, on inblackandright.net, I have a link to the video that Carrie Lake did at her news conference just a few days ago. Uh, you can watch the entire thing in its own, in its full context. I did play a little bit of it yesterday on WTF Friday, but that lady is tough. She's got a nice, nice lead in the polls there. And I pray for my friends in Arizona, and I know a bunch of you, make sure you not just uh, vote for Carrie Lake, but you vote for Blake Masters, for the Senate, for Abe Hamaday, for Attorney General. You vote for Mark Fincham at Secretary of State. These are Trump-endorsed. That's his all-star team for Arizona. Vote straight Republican. Because right now, if you want to vote for a racist who doesn't know what the heck she's doing, vote for Katie Hobbs. Vote for the Democrats. But if you actually want Arizona to have a chance to be a great state and you have somebody who's willing to deal 
with the problems of the state like an adult, then Carrie Lake is your girl. And all of those on the Republican ticket need to be voted for as well. Because this is, it's just too serious. The stakes are way too high. And you just, we, we need real leaders, not just sort of uniparty wannabes. We got better things to do. You know, and I'll, and I'll tell you, what, here's something else that just really just makes me real nervous. I mean, right now, in Pennsylvania, John Fetterman and Dr. Oz duking it out for the Senate seat. Now, according to the most recent polling, Dr. Oz is up by about three points. And the best reason why uh, <laughs> is that Fetterman actually debated. Now, the Democrats are mad at Fetterman, not because of him having a stroke. I mean, that's not something you can uh, control. But the fact that he actually did debate Oz and it took the whole narrative of he's fine, he can do the job, and it completely blew up in his face. He looked, he stumbled, he did so much. The debate performance was bad. And I feel bad for him because he's less than six months removed from a stroke. I mean, I had problems like that in the first six months after I had my stroke. I mean, heck, there were other things I couldn't do. I mean, I couldn't even sing. That was really sad because I was, I'm a classically trained singer and I really couldn't sing. And that was awful for me. But because of damage to uh, nerves and everything that happened due to the stroke. But the charade is over. I mean, it's just, it's out there for every Pennsylvanian to see. I don't, I feel bad for Fetterman, but he is not the guy. He is not the guy for the job, folks. And I'm sorry, Pennsylvania, that you have to deal with that. But if you want to, if you want to vote for him, you can, but you're not doing him any favors. Trust me, you're not doing him any favors. And for those who weren't exactly Dr. Oz fans during the Pennsylvania primary, MAGA, it's time to step up. It's time to step up and step up big because you've seen what the alternative is. And it's not a good one. It's not a good one. So yes, you know, in right there, you know, in Pennsylvania, please, Dr. Oz and Doug Mastriano too for governor because Pennsylvania, you need the help. And you've got a leader in Mastriano who will help get your state back on track. And yes, you know, I'm going for it. But as I'm looking here, oh, one of the other big stories of the week, Elon Musk officially takes over as the head of Twitter. Now, he, Musk, went into Twitter headquarters in San Francisco and pretty much started uh, the purge if you will. The CEO, the chief financial officer, 
and other executives were given the boot. See ya. Bye. So they're gone. But so apparently in the Elon Musk era of Twitter, apparently some things haven't changed. And this great story from Just the News uh, proves it. Now, the headline, Election Misinformation Policing Returns as Twitter Flags Just the News Ballot Harvesting Report. Yes, my friends, earlier this week, Just the News, which is a fine news outlet, and John Solomon is a five-star investigative reporter. I love his work. I use Just the News to get news that you're not going to hear from the mainstream media, and it helps me do my show prep. They're amongst other news sites. But the fact that you've got... Um, Here's, you know, here's uh, John Solomon's report about a story from Central Florida. And it was, and the whistle was blown by a Democrat. Go figure that one. But a Democrat in Central Florida, around Orlando area, had blown the whistle on a ballot harvesting operation that, in Central Florida, which prompted a criminal probe by the state, by the Attorney General's office, and by the new unit in Florida specifically uh, tasked to investigate election-related offenses and crimes. So, yes. But what really blew my mind uh, is that the story broke on Twitter from just the news, and they slapped a, uh, you know, <laughs> oh my gosh. They slapped a, you know, oh, this is, min this is misinformation. And I'm going, are you kidding? Just the news is a class outfit. They do their homework, they bring the receipts, and they go through an extensive vetting process for... Uh, for any of their stories they have they are excellent at this but what just really drives me, drives me crazy i mean the war the warning tells the readers it's misleading content i'm like what john solomon won't will not print any kind of a story if it cannot be thoroughly vetted he's that good I'd love to meet him someday, but I have met his partner and co-host, Amanda Head, on the show. Wonderful lady. But for Twitter, Elon Musk's Twitter, to go out and slap a misleading content label on a story that's been vetted? I mean, this is, John Solomon is not a mainstream journalist. He does his homework. He does good. He does a good job, and he provides all sorts of of evidence, and he puts it out there, so that it's like, oh well, no, these are anonymous sources. It's like, oh please. Anybody who would say that about a guy like John Solomon and just the news, 
Well, they're twits and they're idiots. And so now Twitter apparently still not quite out of the misinformation policing business. I mean, seriously, you're flagging a story by John Solomon's team? That's pretty pathetic. I mean, it's very pathetic because, like I said, the man does his job. He does his homework. He brings the receipts. So I don't know what the heck is going on with Elon and Twitter. But I'll tell you, he's going to have to, if this is going to be a, a regular thing with during the Elon Musk era, it's like, don't expect a lot of conservatives to come back. I mean, I'd love to just simply take, because I knew somehow after all the drama and the trauma and the roller coaster ride emotionally, and now it's done. And so, yeah, okay, here we go. Here we go. Now we're back to this nonsense. I mean, this is, I mean, I'm, I don't expect President Trump to be back on Twitter. I don't expect it. I mean, it would be interesting if he did, but he's got Truth Social now. It's the number one app, or has been, on the Google Play Store. He's getting, a, he can go on his own uh, platform and not have to worry about getting canceled because he owns it. So yeah, there's all this craziness going on. Ugh, ay 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 ay. I mean, this is why I avoid Twitter. I mean, um, and in many respects, I'm starting to want to avoid Facebook. I mean, Meta, the new name for Facebook, has getting has been getting seriously slapped. It it has missed its earnings big time. Profits same. Uh, revenues down, and in the market, hemorrhaging lost about at least 10% of its value in one day. One day. That does not bode well. It was the same also with Amazon. I mentioned that story a couple days ago that they too took about a 15 to 20% loss of their stock. Now, that is the, the rough equivalent of some 190 billion with a B dollars that Amazon has lost. Yipes. I mean that the, the Nas no wonder the Nasdaq is having problems. But still, yeah, we, we we've got problems here. You know, with you know, go woke, go broke. And Meta slash Facebook is proving that just like Disney did. Yay, happy. But, speaking of Disney, my governor, my wonderful governor, Governor Ron DeSantis, great story in Just the News. Florida Governor DeSantis says, new education stats show keeping schools open was the right decision. Now, this is a story about the National Assessment of Educational Progress found Florida students well ahead of their peers after the pandemic. Now, what did we hear all over the country when the pandemic hit? Oh no, we have to keep the schools closed. We have to protect the kids. We have to protect the kids. 
No, it was protecting the teachers, their stupid unions, and, and its really demonic leader, Randy Weingarten, the head of the uh, American Federation of Teachers. And yet, AT, uh, the ATAFT, uh, the, the teachers union, colluding with the CDC. Oh yeah, we, we, we don't you know, want to talk about that. But apparently, the American Federation of Teachers working with the CDC about guidelines for reopening schools. I mean, I'm sorry, but that is collusion because, I mean, what were we dealing with? I mean, I, when the pandemic hit, I was living in Nevada, northern Nevada, in Reno. Now, Reno schools shut down. They, they went through the shutdown. They went to the distance learning, and it didn't help a lot of kids. It didn't help. In fact, it was so bad, quite a few students actually committed suicide because they were isolated, they were alone, and they couldn't deal with it. The increase in teenagers, you know, great junior high, high schoolers having to take uh depression drugs, anti-anxiety drugs. It was insane. It was obscene. You know, even kids, I mean, all the way down into grade school, having problems uh, with all the distance learning. And yet, what kind of hell did these yahoos, these lockdown lunatics, give to Governor DeSantis? They inflicted as much hell as they could because he made the schools open in August of 2020 and it's been that way ever since and now when school districts and states all over the country are having kids that have been impacted in an adverse way who are not up to speed on subjects like English and math and reading no 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 Here's Florida taking the lead and, once again, proving that DeSantis was right. And that makes a lot of y'all crazy. Yes, he was right to leave the schools open. And yes, in-person learning. But this whole mask business, uh-uh. He just finally just said, no, masks are optional. And there were a lot of grateful parents around the state of Florida who were grateful for that because now their kids in Florida, Florida school kids are not suffering nearly as bad as students in other parts of the country, in other states. So, yeah, for those of you who want to hate on DeSantis and uh, for the parental rights bill and leaving the schools open, uh, well, sorry, uh, he's right, and this is why he has a double-digit lead in the polls. And this is why also some 800 to 1,100 people a day are moving to Florida. So, yes, we are the free state of Florida. We are the leaders. We are the leaders in COVID. We are the leaders in economy. Our unemployment rate is under 3%, about 2.5% in Florida. Yes, you've got people bringing businesses here. 
families are moving here. They're taking advantage of the in-person learning in schools. They don't have to worry about CRT. They don't have to deal with gender ideology, at least K through three. Frankly, I didn't think the governor went far enough, at least K through eight, and then maybe in high schools. But that is for another time. But yes, how many parents, upon hearing that information, who lived in lockdown states run by lunatics, and they're trying to figure out how their kids are going to get back up to speed? Hmm? That, no. That, that's nuts. That is absolutely nuts. And uh, don't be surprised. Because, like I said, we've got people moving down to Florida every day. Hundreds a day. Maybe sometimes, and sometimes even like a thousand a day. But we're here. They're coming. Now, the only thing that really bothers me is with all of that freedom and attracting so many people to come, yeah, you do pay the price for popularity, and that price is housing. Trying to get housing, affordable housing, even more so because people are coming and they need you know, they need a place to live. But unfortunately, because South Florida, Miami-Dade, Fort Lauderdale, that area down in South Florida has had a housing crisis. 30% increase in rents in within a year. Uh, trying to build as fast as possible. Ugh, they, they can't keep up. Certain counties, uh, even in North Florida, which is... You know, a at least where I am, it's pretty darn rural. And yet, there are people who are moving here. They are buying parcels of land. And some of them are retired, you know, seniors. But, yeah, we even we're having problems with housing and affordable housing in this part of Florida. North Florida, the Interstate 10 corridor. Wow. It's pretty interesting, but still, uh, the fact that we have Florida kids who are doing better than their counterparts in other states because we had a governor who had the courage to open the schools for in-person learning while everybody else was a lockdown loon. And we in Florida have reaped the benefits of it, our kids in public schools because Governor DeSantis was not willing to risk that very danger that happened to other kids in other states and do it to Floridian students. Nope, he didn't do it and he absolutely gets top marks for not doing it and not giving in to the lockdown lunacy. And God bless him for it because Florida kids are better for it. Florida parents are better for it. So, yay. This is what uh, leadership looks like. Yay happy for that. Oh, but yeah, folks. Oh, we're 10 days away from the election. And as I finish up today, I just want to continue to encourage you 
Uh, I mean, right now in Florida, we have early voting, and yes, and many other states are are still in early voting as well. Now, if for some reason you're you feel like you're not going to be able to vote on election day, then absolutely make sure you go in person and vote early. And that, you know, that's no problem. But for those who are going to wait for actual election day, be ready, go get them, and don't let long lines, if you have them, discourage you. This is the time to just push through the comfort zone, don't give up, don't get complacent. Don't rest on your laurels. Speak up with your ballot, your legal ballot, because all legal ballots should be counted. Not all ballots should be counted. That's leftist speak. Legal ballots need to be counted. And yes, and once November 8th is complete and we pretty much get the red wave, kick some of the a lot of these n twisted creatures out of the swamp then we have to go through the really tough process of governance investigation and oversight and those are very very important things that we have to have and with that in mind i'm just going to say so long for now everybody i hope you have a great rest of the weekend uh Halloween is on Monday, so, you know, watch out for the, the trick-or-treaters and the ghosts and the goblins in your neighborhood. Uh, but I'll get to that on Monday. But for now, love y'all. Take care of yourselves. God bless you. And remember, patriots come in all colors.